Warm greetings, ladies. Thank you for gathering with me to study Chapter 7 of the Godly Woman Bible study titled The Devotional Life. As we have completed the back wheel of our bicycle, assigning truths to each part, the current life application from the study is to spend time with our Lord God in a quiet place every day. Let's begin by hearing a brief message from Irma's heart to yours. She says, Around the world, most Christians would agree that a regular time of fellowship with God through the Word and prayer is essential for a victorious Christian life. This is one Christian exercise that Satan is going to fight in every possible way. He does not want you walking with the Lord, rejoicing with the God of your salvation, or witnessing about Christ to others. May your life and walk with God be strengthened through your study today. Love, Irma. During our session today, we will look at, firstly, why have a daily devotion? Secondly, the value and results of the daily devotional life. Thirdly, the place of prayer in the devotional life. And lastly, hindrances to our time alone with God. Before we begin, let's invite the Lord to guide us. Shall we pray? Dear Father, because of your great love for us, you highly value the time we spend with you. I ask that today a thirst and a desire for this relationship will burn in us that will never die. Give us the great joy of meeting with you on a daily basis, to know you, to learn the sound of your voice, and to respond to you in obedience. May the Word of God become so precious to us and our prayer time an interactive period between you and us, that we are changed to mirror your image. Oh, teach us, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Why should Christians have a devotion? The devotional life is a specific daily time when God speaks to his believer from his word, the Bible, and the believer responds in prayer. It is a time of closeness, being real before our God, sharing thoughts and emotions, joy and tears, seeking God, waiting and listening to Him. It sets the atmosphere and perspective for the day. It allows us to go to our God and ask for His thoughts, receive answers to a specific problem or direction, and a time of worship. The psalmist in chapter 16, 11 says it so well. You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there are pleasures forever. Let's meditate on that verse with questions. First question, who will make known the path to me when I pray? Answer, God will. Question, what does God do when I pray and to whom? Answer, he makes known what I ask to me. Question, where do I find fullness of joy? Answer, in his presence. Question, when I meet with him every day and throughout the day, 
I experience a deep joy because he is with me and in me. What is available in his right hand? Answer, pleasures forever. The pleasures are divine gifts that are good to give us a future and a hope. When you spend time with the Lord God, realizing that he calls us into this deep fellowship, he wants us to know him, believe him, and understand in great depth that he is our God. In fact, my life verse is Hosea 6.6, which says, I don't want your sacrifices. I want your love. I don't want your offerings. I want you to know me. I have met with God daily since I was young. Now I'm old and my desire to be with him has grown. From my times with God, I've gathered strength, cried, received comfort, praised him for his answers, thanked him for all his impossible ways and told him of my fears just to see them disappear. It is God's desire that we love him and know him. To accomplish this, ladies, our goal, we need to spend time with him daily and be committed to it. This is a loving, growing relationship, not a religious meeting. Secondly, what is the value of meeting with God daily? When the Israelites left Egypt, God fed them from the bread of heaven for 40 years. In Psalm 78, 25, the verse calls it the food of angels for five days. They were to gather this food as much as they needed for the day. In John 6, 35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. We need to be with our Lord God every day to satisfy us and provide for our whole being like food does for our body. Let's turn to Deuteronomy 17, 18 through 20. This was instruction given to the king of Israel to write for himself a copy of the law, and he was to read it daily to learn to fear the Lord his God, to obey the words, to keep his heart from pride, providing direction in life, and to prolong his generational reign. If it was important for a king to do this daily, to govern over his people, it should be important for us to practice to live godly lives at home, work, and in our church. Thirdly, the place of prayer in the devotional life. Remember in chapter 5, the prayer hand and the illustration? Let's take a few minutes to review. The pinky is confession. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The ring finger is petition. 1 Samuel 1, 27. Hannah says, For this boy I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I ask of him. The middle finger is the longer of the fingers and represents intercession, which is asking on behalf of or for others. Ephesians 6, 18 and 19 says, With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit, and with this in view, be on the alert. 
with all perseverance and petition for all the saints, and pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. The pointer finger is thanksgiving. Ephesians 5 verse 20 says, Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. The thumb is praise. The thumb is to be used to enhance each of the other fingers' jobs. Psalm 146, 1 and 2 says, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord while I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. When you pray, dear friends, you are in the presence of the Creator God, your God, who has given you His full attention and hears you. We should pray and never give up. We should pray and never sign off the conversation with God or hang up our prayer phone from our end. His prayer line is always open and connected to us. Let me encourage you to be honest, to ask the Holy Spirit to help you pray, and make it a daily time in the morning and throughout the day. This year, my goal for the year is to comfort myself with prayer. Not with food, not coffee, not talking to others, or shopping, or TV, or any other diversions, but God only. My verse for the year is Psalm 46, 10, and 11, which says, Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Ladies, let me encourage you to pray that God would give you a goal and a verse for the year out of the time you spend with him daily. Lastly, now let's look at some hindrances to our time alone with God. Here are some hindrances that are common, but we each have our own weakness that the enemy can use to stop our daily time with the Lord if we allow it. Firstly, sin in my heart can cause me to retreat from the Lord. Secondly, Anxiety, fear, or worries can keep me from wanting to meet with the Lord. Loving our sleep more than wanting to get up and meet with Him. Love of the world and all that it has to offer instead of God's kingdom and presence. How about priorities? I found that cooking, childcare, and house care always provided somewhere in their time with the Lord. It's always available, but we have to take it. Lastly, perhaps you do not have a plan as when and where to meet with God, what to read in his Bible, or who to pray for. You could start with the Gospel of Matthew and read a chapter a day, then add more as time permits. Do make a list of people to pray for or petitions to ask and don't forget to praise Him and thank Him for His answers. Getting the daily time with the Lord, reading His Bible and praying will indeed set the atmosphere of the day. It is much like a soldier 
who puts on his armor before he enters into battle, not during or after the battle. There's a poem by John Newton that says, You are coming to a king. Large petitions with you bring. For his grace and power are such, none can ever ask too much. Ladies, may I pray for you and over all we have learned. Dear Father, oh, the joy of being in your presence, knowing that you welcome us with open arms, listening ears and a loving heart. Would you guide each of us and each of the women as they seek to establish a daily time with you in prayer and the reading of your word. Would you help them to recognize the distractions and hindrances of the enemy and say no? Father, give them a thirst and hunger for your presence and in return, fill them with your joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, ladies. Until we gather again, bye for now.